the most beautiful place in the world, where a Tar Heel blue sky blankets Murphy on its way to the Tennessee border. It's a long way from Raleigh and the Outer Banks, but we're living in Carolina too. In fact, you might call it Extreme Carolina. With more, here's Michael Borkman. Welcome, welcome everyone to Extreme Carolina, the show that focuses on great people with great stories who prove in their everyday lives that anything is possible. We strive to bring you relatable life lessons from interesting and inspiring people as they live out their purpose on this earth. Folks, get ready. It's time for some good news you can use. And today we've got some amazing good news with a young man that is really, really doing some great things with his organization. And uh, that's Michael Hartman. He's the board chair of an organization called Heroes to Heroes Foundation. Now, he's also in his day job as the CEO of Hallmark Abstract Services. But we mainly today, we want to focus on the Heroes to Heroes Foundation because a mutual friend told me about what they were doing, and I just couldn't wait to get them on the show. And I love their mission. And, and I'm going to just say it, and then we'll bring them in. Their mission is to provide spiritual healing and peer support for the combat veterans of all conflicts and of all faith who have attempted suicide or have on or on, on a path to self-destruction due to the moral injury. So without any further ado, let's bring my friend in, Mr. Michael Hartman. Hartman. Michael, good morning. To you. Good morning. Good morning, Michael. And it's uh it's a real pleasure to be with you. Uh mm-hmm. we, we had a few uh technical difficulties, but as with everything <laughs> in life, we, we overcame them. And yes. uh, it's a great honor to be with you and, and to have a, a platform to, to talk about this incredible foundation. Well, I tell you what, let's just jump right into that uh, platform and the foundation. Now, I understand that you were not the original uh, person who started it, but what really impressed me about how it did get started with you was how you said you just was talking to someone and through the passion of what they were saying, it caused you to want to open your heart and just get involved. Is that true, yeah. Michael? That, that is 100 percent true. So I was uh, at a New York City business club uh, doing some work and I struck up a conversation with a woman, uh, Judy Isaacson Elias, and she was doing work as well. I, I asked her what she was doing. She said she was working on a foundation that she had started called Heroes to Heroes Foundation. I asked her what it was all about. She told me the story of, uh, of spiritual healing, of reconnection to faith, the connection to Israel. And uh, I, I said, you know, I, I, I want to get involved with that. So from that early beginning uh, through the years, it's been about six years, uh, we, are, we, we are now thriving and were then, but now even more so, a thriving organization saving wow. lives. That is amazing. And uh, from what I understand uh, about saving lives, uh, there's across the country uh, here in the United States uh, that there's approximately 20 uh, suicides each day. 
And that's yeah. just way too many for people who have gone and put their lives on the line for us. And uh, so okay. your organization are now doing something about that. No question about it. So there are a lot of different types of injuries that people come home with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, we see physical injuries, right. amputations, but the hidden injuries that uh, veterans come home with are often not really addressed. And moral injury is, I, I mean, to, to define it, it's doing something so abhorrent, so so against everything that you stand mm-hmm. for that you you can't live with it. Wow. And, and suicide, it, it, it results in, in isolation, in, in despair, and ultimately in suicide. And your statistic is right. Every day, each and every day, pandemic, no pandemic, over 20 veterans take their lives by suicide. Mm. It's tragic. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's something that really needs to be addressed well, in a big way. Well, that is, well, we're glad to, to see and hear that uh, Heroes to Heroes Foundation is being there. You guys are, are addressing this issue. And what really kind of pops out to me when you said the spirituality, but it's not just for the Christians over here. It's not just for the Baptist folks over there. It is a non-denominational 501c3. Is that correct? Oh, without a doubt. So, you know, the, the, the mix of faiths and the mix of non-faith, it's atheists, it's, it's faith-based uh, individuals, it's women, it's men. I have a picture hanging in my office of a gentleman by the name of Billy. Mm-hmm. He's at the Western Wall. Right. And Billy, from the picture, and I can't know 100%, is, is likely not Jewish. Mm-hmm. And the Western Wall is a very serious uh, icon for the Jewish religion. Right. But it was that, it was that uh, experience that Billy had at the Western Wall mm. that helped to open his eyes, that helped to open his heart and open his ability to, to really express what it was that was trapped inside of him. And Billy today is with us and, and thriving. And you're 100% right that it's not, it, it's totally non-denominational. Great. Without question. That is fantastic. So uh, yes. the, the, a lot of the people that are listening to this program now all across the country, as a matter of fact, if you got internet, it's all across the world. So, uh, so right. we're, we're glad that people are tuning in to hear this because there is a way. I mean, you guys are covered up, backed up, as a matter of fact, that you can't even keep up with what's going on. Uh, we, we talked about that off air. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That is, tr- that is true. There's a, there's a backlog of, of individuals who, who would love to, to go on our mission, our team journey. And there's only there's only so many journeys that we can run each year. It's uh, teams of 12 veterans mm-hmm. led by two coaches mm-hmm. who were former participants in the program. Right. And mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, <clears throat> excuse me, this year, the VA, the VA Chaplains Corps is uh, going to be getting involved with us and sending one of their chaplains on each journey, mm-hmm. not in a not in a faith based way, right. but just as a as someone else who can, who can add to the conversation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, each night, these guys, it's, it's not a, it's not a vacation. It's not a, uh, 
it, it's work. Mm-hmm. These guys are going and they're working. That sounds. And mm-hmm. each night after dinner, mm-hmm. they gather and they have, they have. I guess you might call it a rap session. Right. But mm-hmm. you know, those are critical in terms of opening up and and sharing what what they're dealing mm-hmm. with and and really helping them to 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 begin that that reconnection to begin that process of healing, which can be a long right. one. Right. Well, you know, uh, you, you've said it here two or three times, and you said on the journey. So now, how did yes. you guys come up with that process of once a person is in your program, all right, we're going to send you on this journey? How did that come about? Well, the journey is the is the focal point of the uh, of the mission, and the way it came about, Judy, who founded the uh, founded Heroes to Heroes, she, when her father died, she realized that that in essence, he had been suffering with PTSD since he came home from World War II, right. and she she pledged to do something about it. Now, when she was a young girl, her parents had actually sent her to Israel mm-hmm. for, I guess you would call it spiritual healing right. because she, she was having some, some issues back home. Right. And she realized the incredible connection that Israel and the faith of Israel, how that changed her life. Mm-hmm. And in doing research into suicide, she realized that a, a uh, loss of faith is a large contributing factor. Mm-hmm. So in her mind, combining the two, which has really never been done, right. uh, was was a phenomenal idea to help try and save lives. And when, when it first started, she wasn't sure that it was going to work. Right. But it obviously did. And, and to date, we've saved over 300 veterans. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. That is truly incredible, Michael. You're listening to Extreme Carolina on 95.1. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Tar Heel Basketball, Cam's Panthers, Asheville's eclectic nightlife, and the Great Smoky Mountains. It belongs to us, too, out here in Extreme Carolina. Once again, here's Michael Borkman. Be sure to visit our brand new website, michaelborkman.com to access exclusive online content including over 150 episodes of previous content for free we are also on facebook instagram and twitter as extreme carolina and lastly if you don't want to miss an episode with our amazing guest and trust me you don't you can now subscribe to our podcast and let the new episodes come to you automatically We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Extreme Carolina. And today our guest is Mr. Haltman, and he is the uh, chairperson for Heroes to Heroes. And today we were just talking about that Heroes to Heroes, and we had just asked him a question on the other side of the break. how do people get in get in touch with you guys? How how do people know that they even need to get in touch with you? Can you give us a little help with that? Absolutely. So in the first place, if uh, people are curious about what we do and how we do it, our our website is heroes to heroes.org. And that's heroes spelled out H-E-R-O-E-S-T-O-H-E-R-O-E-S.org. And that'll give them a uh, an overview of what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can also, if there ha- if there's a family member, and, and this this often happens, there's a family member who is 
beside themselves. They don't know what to do. They've done everything Mm -hmm. and they're at a loss in terms of what to do next. And they're, they're, they're fearful that they're about to lose their loved one. Mm. So for anyone who's in an, in a, a situation as imminent as that, they can certainly reach out to, to a couple of people. Mm-hmm. Judy, the founder is always available at, and I can give you her cell yes. phone. I can give you her email. Mm-hmm. Her, her cell phone is 201-851-2409. Mm-hmm. And her email address is Judy at heroes to heroes dot org. Right. And then there is Omar Janet. Omar is the uh, he's a he's a former he's a he's actually a uh, ex Navy. He's a graduate of the program mm-hmm. and uh, he's the program director. His mm-hmm. phone number is seven eight seven two four zero five zero five zero. And his email address is Omar at heroes to heroes dot org. And uh, there there is a you know, believe it or not, well, there's a triage uh, process where, you know, unfortunately, because our our um, resources are not unlimited, right. uh, there's actually a, a triage process, whereas Omar, uh, Harrison, Manyoma and Judy will will get the the applications for people who would like to go through the program. Right. And as they're putting teams together, you know, it's almost where it's the, you know, worst case first, mm-hmm. I, I guess you would have to say it. And those who are at the most, the most critical place in their lives, right? You know, if uh, people go to the website or if they, they uh, actually, I can send you the link, Michael, yes. to an article I wrote. Absolutely. And I believe the website has it too, but there's a, there's Harrison Manyoma. He's the program and development manager, but he tells the story of how mm-hmm. he was sitting there with a with a drink on the table mm-hmm. and his service revolver on the table, mm. and and he was about to to take his own life. And Heroes to Heroes stepped in uh, miraculously, really, mm-hmm. and uh, he is now thriving and and in very much involved in the program and. You know, he's the classic example of, of just how how the program works, wow. you know, how how it really allows these guys to to open up and, and really begin the process. You know, I can only imagine I didn't serve, but I can only imagine things that they saw, things that they may have had to do mm-hmm. and and what and how that can destroy you inside. Yes. And I always say that if I'm sitting at a, at a lunch, t- lunch in a restaurant speaking to a veteran, mm-hmm. He's not going to open up to me, right. you know. That that's just not going to happen. And it's it's this team journey to Israel, the birthplace of so much of the world's religion, right. that really gives them the gives them the wherewithal, really, mm. to uh, to to choose life over death. That is amazing. You know, you said yeah. you said earlier in the program that uh, these uh, these veterans. You know, when they're sent to in the war to do the things that they need to do to defend our freedom and our liberties, mm-hmm. they are they're they're caused to do things that go against everything inside of them that they believe, especially when they are believers or they, they choose uh, to believe in a higher power in this case or in this case, God and in uh, what they believe in. So, well, if I, if I can tell a quick anecdote about one of the one of the 
veterans who came through our program. Yeah. Can, yeah. I, can I take sure. Uh, sure, go ahead. So there was a veteran who really didn't want to go on the program, and his parents had driven him to New York to, to, to go. And he was non-communicative with the other vets for a lot of the journey. Mm -hmm. And Yad Vashem, which is the Holocaust Museum, and, and this, this specific uh, veteran was not Jewish, but when he came out of uh, the, the Holocaust Museum, he actually, he, he said to his, his uh, teammates, he called them together and said, I, I need to tell you a story. Mm -hmm. and, and the story he told was of being with his, his platoon, and a father and his 10-year-old son approached them. Right. The father gave him his gun and told him to shoot the infidels. And, and this soldier right. had to kill the 10-year-old boy having a 10-year-old boy of his own. And he had to kill the father. Well, he didn't have to kill the father, but he killed the father right. as well mm. for what he had done. And what going through Yad Vashem, <laughs> the last exhibit, is a candle for every child that was murdered by the Nazis. Mm. And he came, he came to realize that what he had done was basically the job he was sent there to do. Mm. It wasn't, it wasn't atrocity. It wasn't, it wasn't what the Nazis had done, mm -hmm. but it was something that he had to do. Right. And that, and, and for each veteran, it's different, but for that veteran, that, helped him to to realize and to really open up and begin the process of healing mm -hmm. and it, it you know another in, incredible that is that is incredible how he was able to to overcome that and see the light man i tell you mm -hmm. i mean you know you you know like you said you hadn't been to uh, or in the service or neither did i so it's hard for you and i to imagine that you know to picture that and uh, right. how it would affect our lives. And uh, these guys and gals, by the way, uh, you know, it's tough on them. And uh, I was asking you, I think the other day, in uh, which one between male and female tend to want to do the suicide uh, the most? And I was surprised by it. <laughs> I really was. And your answer to that, would well, give it to the folks right now. Well, I believe I had said it was the men, mm -hmm. but on a percentage basis, women have, have a, has just as hard a time for a variety of different reasons. But uh, the men being in, typically being in the heart of combat, typically being, you know, in the Humvees, going door to door, having to, you know, see and experience things that uh, mm -hmm. I can only imagine are unimaginable. Right. You know, I, I uh, forgive me because I don't remember the exact statistic that I quoted, mm -hmm. but I, either way, either, either way it goes, it, it's just uh, for people like me who did not serve, who live a life of freedom because of what these veterans do, mm -hmm. and to not be able to have any real idea of what they go through other than the movies that you see. Right. Uh, you know, these guys deserve everything that we can give them mm. and, and certainly helping them to see the value of life over death is, is a, a huge key. Wow. You know, that, that is Michael. I, I really do, um, see that and understand that a lot better. And a lot of us that are hearing this program are 
uh, hearing it a lot better. So what we'd like for folks to do is make sure that they check the show notes of this program so that they can learn how to get in touch with you guys. Now, you now you said uh, that it's only so many that you can do. And that's basically because, like you said, there's no it's not unlimited funds. But you just said Correct. something that's key. Our freedoms and liberties that we enjoy here in America, in large part, is due to guys and gals that go out and put their lives on the line. So why don't we do all we can do as a people and a free people to help them? But for some reason, we don't do that. Have you guys kind of came close to an answer for that? Of why people don't support yes. as much as we should? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think a lot people are, tend to be very surprised by the statistic of 20 veterans dying by suicide each day. I don't think it's you know, if you watch TV, you're inundated with commercials about physical injuries. Right. But I don't think I don't think it's as much of a talked about area mm-hmm. for whatever reason, right. uh, you know, whether it's, you know, not considered polite conversation or or why. But I think people just don't know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, they need to know. Mm-hmm. And through through shows like yours, they hopefully will know. Right. Well, I tell you what, you know, man, this is we we just not scratching the scratch on the scratch. I mean, we haven't even begun. <laughs> we haven't even begun to get started, and we're already out of time. Oh my God! I tell you what, but what? Well, yes, sir. I'm always available, Michael. Okay, that folks, y'all heard it. He said he's willing to come <laughs> back, and we are willing to have him back. So that's fantastic. That's what we'll do. We'll reach back out to him. And uh, for those that have questions or, or anything like that, reach out to me, Michael Borkman, on michaelborkman.com, and we can get these questions to Michael and his organization so that Absolutely. so that they can you know answer them. And, and when you do, we'll be happy to pass that along. But right now, we are definitely out of time. We got to get out of here. <laughs> so thank you, Michael. We appreciate you coming on the show. And we, we look. Well, I thank you, Michael. Uh, no problem. We look forward to having you back. Ultimately, ultimately, Extreme Carolina is committed to you, our listeners, to bring you leaders and newsmakers like Michael Hartman here uh, that are passionate and purpose driven and making a difference by listening to their stories. Extreme Carolina listeners will have an opportunity to refuel, reconnect and get inspired by unlocking the power of the people. Quote of the week is really short today, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Quote of the week. You can avoid reality, but you cannot avoid the consequences of avoiding reality. Wow, that's possible. I don't know who who sent that, but, but I love it. And so thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate everybody. And thank Michael for being here. And everybody have a great, great day. God bless you. We'll see you. Peace. We out.